0: Where arts and adventure summits the airwaves this is the ogden arts and adventure show i'm r brandon long along with todd obendorfer and we are your hosts for the greatest podcast in all the land tell all your friends this week's guest, we have eric bauman with the gulf foundation executive director yep yeah okay um and then we have luna representing tattoo artists across america <laughs> wow! All of them—not
1: even local, not even statewide—but actually, just nationally wide. All of them, the world done. Yep. The world, yeah. What, Global man? tattoo artist.
0: What's the name of your shop?
2: Spellbound. And you're the owner. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, owner of Spellbound, and I think you separated the word two words.
2: I don't I, like legally. It's one word. Oh,
0: legally, it's one. like I okay, just was
2: okay. being creative. I'm just gonna make it one.
0: Okay, got you. Got make you. my
2: own word up. Yeah,
0: no, that's great. Uh, okay, so we will dive in that. But I have a, I don't know if it's confession. I don't know if it's. I don't. I don't, You're I don't know. You're in a safe
1: place, buddy. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I
0: tell us place? anything you want. Okay. To. Okay. This is not beer. It's water. Exactly. I got a procedure tomorrow. It's a manly procedure. It's one Eric might be familiar with. I don't know. He's about (laughs) about that age, you know? Uh, So um, it's colonoscopy. You're in for good fun. Good fun. Good fun Um, tonight. Just going to go ahead and and lead lead with colonoscopy news. So there's that.
1: Uh, I think it's just... You're not drinking, and people aren't going to wonder what's wrong with
0: you. (laughs) You feeling okay? Wait. Wait. He's actually like this all the time, like not even without the beers. So, yeah. Uh, No, that's – it's water, folks. But uh, I'll let you know how it goes next week. Um, And then we forgot to – Have you done a
1: podcast on water?
0: On water? Like, think back. There's probably never. I've never been on water – only on a pocket like I'm, ever i'm so proud of you it's thank you Lynn. i appreciate this <laughs> i support it's, it it's <laughs> it's my first yeah. one it's
1: my first one yeah uh, i think it'll be I, it'll be about the same but it is okay. just like a little uh, what's that security blanket it's just kind of a comfort thing too i got
0: so. the, at least i'm holding something it feels mm. like a beer and a it's koozie. carbonated it's just water
1: but yeah yeah, yeah um Todd, you, I have nothing to confess right this second, so... You don't, okay. I'm not gonna, having a procedure tomorrow, if okay, that's what you're asking. Okay, uh-uh.
0: No, but I was going to have you... Um, we didn't touch on this last week, and so before we get to our guests, which I'm really excited about, by the way, because I love that Luna just reached out. Mm-hmm. She just hit us. I don't... We don't know That's them. how you do it. We ask, yep. yeah. Um, but you went to OR, and do you want to wait on that, or give us an I update get, now?
1: The update could last around... Uh, let's see. I was... I checked out the whole show in less than 40 minutes...
0: This is the uh, outdoor retailer the, back in out, Salt Lake. The,
1: the global destination outdoor retailer that's now back in Salt Lake City. Yeah. And uh, runs for three days, typically. Yeah. We have been down for years, year after year after yeah. year after year, when it was here before, right? We would yep. we, we would hang out. We would see friends. You would get some work done. Yeah. We would interview people. We would meet new people. And uh, this time around, I caught up with some old friends, but it was Really, it was about a like tenth small, of the size, or do you think tenth you, of the size? Do you see maybe? potential there? Uh, winter is always smaller, so I do uh, take that into account, right? Well, um, we'll have to see next year. They signed on for five years, so okay. you know I think probably next year or even the the next season will probably be a better tell. Yeah, but uh, I mean the the vibe was good. That's good. Um, I immediately went to. Our friends at Kavu, yeah. who were there. Tyler. Tyler was there. Um, Tyler, instead of, you know, he had his, um, what's that one wheel that he has? Yep. that he, he uses every, is that what it's, it's called? A one wheel. It's, yeah. Yeah. And, uh. So I, I talked to him and Barry, the owner of Kavu at the yeah. booth for a long time. Caught up. And uh, Just
0: so these people know, here. so we actually interviewed Barry, the owner of Kavu. Kavu's outdoor apparel brand out of Seattle. There out of Seattle, it. and they've been around for years now. But um, there's a life lesson that he gave us. But they have that YouTube interview. I think on their on their website. We get so many downloads on that podcast because of his interview. He told the story of how Kavu Tyler came even to mentioned be. how
1: appreciative he was. Well, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. But they they definitely became friends. We'd look forward to seeing them each year. I haven't seen them since five years. I guess they've been gone. Is that how long they were in Denver? Prob- sounds About right. five years. And so it was like no time passed. So that that part was nice. Um, Tyler traded in at least for the OR his one wheel for roller skates. So he was rock and roller skates. Um, I mean, he was buzzing the convention center on roller skates. And then I saw what well, can I, I I can only assume was him. Uh, in photos the next day, um, in a full uh, Kavu Squatch costume on the roller skates. I love it. Yeah, so, so much. You cool. have to. We have to find that photo yeah. and somehow attach it to yeah. this because it was it was brilliant. He was rocking flannel overalls like you would expect him to, right? Kavu yeah. has some really great yeah. merchandise, right? It's really fun stuff. Um, but otherwise, it was kind of a little bit of a quick in and out. I'm glad that I popped by. Uh, in this case, because I work for. The city for for Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. um, I was able to get in through that, so it was kind of quick and easy. And yeah. and of course, I want to support any of the local companies that are yeah. down there. So I think that they had the very first night a big street party. I wasn't able to stay at. Was it the same night? Was it Tuesday? I don't remember. It might have been it's Tuesday. Like I think we buzzed up here for the show that night. But anyway, they the city wanted to invite them back. You know, oh, I think nice. they would try to get get a little stoke back again. We'll just kind of have to see how it goes. But um, it it felt good to be back. It did feel very different. Yeah. And and not just scale, just everything felt a bit different. But at the same time, it was really good to have everybody back. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see other people's opinion on that. I think that uh, I just barely missed uh, Shane. Oscar was there for visit, right? Yeah. And he popped in and out before before I even stepped in. And I think that he might have a similar sort of feedback. So we might okay. want to chat with him about his sort of opinion on the show itself you know luna do you go to tattoo conventions yes how fun are
0: those
2: um every single time i can explain those it's like a in and out burger for me yeah it's like a huge (laughs) lot of people that just like you just tattoo them and just keep going
0: oh so they're doing work there
2: yeah i'm working oh you're
0: working yeah so but you do you get like ideas on equipment or gear or 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 I love linking up with other
2: artists um I've met so many great artists doing conventions from different states I've have um I've had opportunities to do guest spots in different states yeah um because of it I made friends in San Francisco New York City Alaska just by doing tattoo conventions and those are lifelong friends I would keep forever
0: did you bring a beer with you where's your beer it's hiding okay all right I just wanted to make sure we're appropriately satiated in here because yeah. I got my water and I'm jealous is the only reason. Um, I
2: actually, I hate the taste of alcohol. Like, true news. I love beer and I yeah. love champagne, but I hate, like, dark whiskeys. I hate, um, like, this is, just dark liquor. Yeah. I think it just like makes me like grossed out. I'm just like oh, ugh. I love but rum so much. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I am like half rum, yeah.
2: Rooster's is one of my like one of your favorite beers? Yeah, it okay. is. It reminds me of Hefeweizen, um like squatters, it's yeah. very like similar. So um I actually lived in California for a little bit and I would have to drive down and pick up squatters and then go back to California. Interesting. They didn't have squatters there and I was like
1: yeah. <laughs> It is a nice easy to drink it, wheat beer. I yeah. Love it. Yeah. Vic's yeah. are always good. Yeah. yeah.
0: Eric, oh yeah, cheers. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Eric,
1: you, Eric, where do you where do you stand where, on yeah, where a convention? Where do you think <laughs> you, <laughs> you have to, have to, have to keep it going scene. With con- When was the last convention <laughs> you went to?
3: Well, uh convention what? Well, we're just getting ready to go to there's so I'm in the running industry and so we're getting ready to go to the running usa um, convention it moves around the country but this year it's in denver so we're heading there in february
1: denver where the or see yeah, full the, circle the
3: sunshine state <laughs>
1: the sunshine state oh jeez <laughs> that's what they call it well, <laughs> what time of year is that
0: they go uh, it's february february yep lots yeah. of sun in february yeah colorado yep. i'm sure yep. you know
1: that movie reference no denver the sunshine state no i want to know i I'm wanted so to know. disappointed I'm sure we'll know what it is. Yeah. Okay. What You're going to tell us old school. Oh, oh
3: that's good yeah, one of the best classic. That is a great show. I yep. really do
1: like that show. Yep. So what are you going to do at the, at the show?
3: Uh, so we go there, you know, it's just, um, it's a running, um, conference where you have a lot of race directors from marathons around the country. Um, and, um, and also vendors. And so we're going to learn about best practices and, and hopefully bring back some great information that we can incorporate into the ag marathon. And month.
1: share some of your best practices. Yep. Yep. That's the idea. Yeah.
0: Uh, Speaking of best practices, I need you to take a a butt cheek to your left because you're off center on Old Faithful, and I just think it looks weird. Okay. That's so much better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Brandon's best practices. Visual (laughs) podcast hosting. Visual (laughs) podcast hosting. I thought you were going to say, I'm going
3: to need you to take a sip of that beer. (laughs) (laughs) Just to the left. Just to your left. Just to
0: your left. All right. Yeah. Drinking the untamed uh, IPA, (laughs) so very good. Um, I. Yeah, did you have? Well,
1: now you have to share. What would you get? I mean, we've all talked about conventions. So, what yeah. do you got to say about conventions? So we have to. We no, keep just it going no. All our, there
0: is a difference, though, between having a being. Say, I was a general manager at Gear Thirty for so long, and so working in the industry, and going to outdoor retailer as a as a buyer and um, someone who, you know, you're going you're going to work. Um yeah. And yeah. and it does feel like work versus like when when we would go todd we would go for play we just wanted to talk to people and we wanted to take pictures of the stuff there and get to know the new new gear
1: pull people back into the parking lot to talk to us in the van
0: we did that we did <laughs> that we parked we were, the, van. the van, van. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly we parked the van down there but we became
1: really good friends with a handful yeah. Of people that trusted us. We had yeah. trusting faces. <laughs> <It's laughs> to crazy. actually leave the center, go to the parking lot, and, and get into a stranger's van. Which Luna? Would yeah. you do yeah. that? If someone I mean, like, we I got a van, come podcast really with us.
2: crazy convention okay. stories if you guys want to dive yeah. into that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I have like wild, like, tattoo artists literally think they're rock stars. Like, we call them workations.
3: Workations.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's workations. What we call
1: them. I see a little bit of that. Yeah. And there's a little bit of that even with OR where you know at five o'clock. The drinks are coming out mm-hmm. the like beer, four, and, and, but and yeah. that's where, yeah, for it. <laughs> and that's when most of the relationships are created. Yeah. Deals start happening. Sure. I'm sure most conventions have a version of that yeah. or it continues to the after convention party or whatever it is called. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a yeah. tattoo yeah. convention would be nuts, I think.
2: Yeah, but. it's it's wild. Like I think there's certain times you have to stop tattooing around like eight PM because the convention center closes. Yep. So I would be telling my clients, All right, well, we're going to this hotel room to finish your tattoo mm-hmm. and bring all your friends and all their friends. So we'll be tattooing until like one AM sometimes. And then we'll be hitting the you know, the, the joints afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when I mean joints, I don't mean like marijuana, I mean like Bars yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we adult, know none of that happens. Adult in content t- bars. <laughs> you just lost these. Yeah, t- yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> <not. laughs> and so we would go to those until like five o'clock in the morning, and then we'd wake up. Like we'll have like three hours of sleep, and go do a convention at nine o'clock in the morning. So, what, are, you,
1: what are your thoughts on Utah shows? Because yeah. uh, Ogden and Salt Lake both have big shows.
2: I feel like every tattooed artist in Utah is going to be listening to this, and they're going to hear my opinions on it. Well, it's
1: just yours. This There's is just a lot your of your politics. There's okay. a
2: lot of politics that are um, deep into it. And I actually, I don't participate in the Utah ones. I'm not against them. I feel like um, they're ran very, very smoothly. And whoever's running them knows exactly what they're doing. And they're very extremely per- professional. Um, the only reason why I do not participate in it personally is because I live in Utah. So for me, like it, it doesn't make any sense for me. I'm not, I'm not going to gain a clientele. I am in Utah. I'm established in, mm, Lush, in Utah. So like it would be so fun for me to be like in Portland. It would make more yeah. sense for, you know, San Francisco, Santa Cruz, New York, because um, I gained new clientele and I just like more exposure, I yeah. guess. And so when my artists like come to me and they're like, "We want to do the Salt Lake City one. We want to do the Ogden one," and I'm like, "Okay, go do it." Like I mean, Spellbound isn't, but we're down the street. You can just tell them to come here. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to pay like fifteen grand to have a booth
0: to so, have a booth mm-hmm. but you can just what's the cost just go and hang out or whatever
2: oh like probably 25 dollars, like yeah, like okay. an admission ticket yeah and you know what like i don't mind going to spectate you know meeting new artists there's probably some from germany from like different countries and i think that's great if you want to like learn but um for me personally i don't think it makes any sense for me to go to one like as an artist to work in one in my state that makes sense. If that makes that makes sense yeah. maybe st george
0: Maybe St. George. Yeah, because
2: yeah. I feel like that's closer. Like, so how do
0: you get clients? Because it's probably competitive. How many tattooers are in Ogden?
2: Oh, my gosh. There's probably like 15 on Washington Boulevard. Are you serious? Like shops, at least. I've Shops, noted. dude. Tattoo shops. Oh. Yeah. There's no idea.
1: shop has how many artists, would you say?
2: At least five or six. There's I a, had no idea. There's that's a lot. That's one street. Tattoos that's a, one street a, in Ogden. Well,
0: you said it's lucrative as long as you can get a client base, yes. right? Yes.
2: And well think about painters there's a lot of painters out there right but they're all different they're they do paint different things they don't do sure. the same thing so
0: so tattoo artists are all what's your style Unique. then
2: um so the way that I was brought up in the industry I was taught to like be well-rounded so I kind of am like diverse and I play with different styles and I don't dry, try to like stay in one way I like I kind of go through phases. So like one phase I'll be like abstract or one phase I'll be black work and then traditional, like, I don't know, I just, it depends how I'm feeling, I guess. What's everyone asking
0: for these days? A, a, A certain style?
2: I call them basic bitch tattoos.
0: Okay. Talk?
2: Very, very what,
0: what is that <laughs>
2: Wait, don't look at me I, I, don't I don't know you
0: did you knew that there were so many tattoo artists i was like i don't know what that is
2: no, no but uh, this kind of makes sense so i'm i'm, okay. I'm joking i'm following yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking no um utah has a very like um suppressed culture i feel like okay. like I, i'm sure you guys understand right? are you raised in utah are you yes. all raised you're, you're not Where nah, are you from? no texas texas okay yep. Yep. texas has a huge tattoo community. Actually, I think Texas has one of the biggest in the U.S. Um, community as far eric's as eric's only
0: tattoo is on his ass uh,
2: yeah <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> you look like an only ass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep.
3: stay tuned because uh, <laughs> <walk, laughs> make sure you watch the whole <laughs> episode is going to give me a tattoo <laughs> during the episode i'll do bonus, want running shoes
2: yeah no no you know the shoes on the wire where it's like converse just like coming oh that would be an awesome tattoo. actually yeah yeah
3: yeah
0: yeah, I, I dig that. Okay, but basic, more basic. So, oh, yeah, but the sorry. style, the style that you do, like people are asking for the most around here. Is there something trending
2: mm-hmm. that's- in Ogden specifically? Yeah, well, I have to think about that because I'm originally from Logan, Utah, okay. and uh, when I lived in Logan, um, a lot of college students got tattooed by me because they were from different states. And um, they weren't grown up in a way where like tattoos were bad. Like the, you'll get a girl from like Wisconsin or like California, and they're like, "Oh yeah, as soon as I like, turn eighteen, like you get tattoos." You mm. know, use daddy's credit card to swipe it, <laughs> and that's how it was. <laughs> and I was just like, "Okay, cool." Like we're gonna just label our ATM as a bookstore, like whatever. Sure. But um, there was mountains. I always did mountains. Oh yeah. Mountain tattoos and like constellations. I did a lot, like okay. stars. Yeah. And here in Ogden, I feel like like the art style has evolved, and I get a lot of clients from Salt Lake City. So I feel like I don't know. They're like anything weird. We'll get like we just like you know different weird tattoos, like something that you drew. So I feel like the culture has kind of changed, where like they want the artist to kind of do their own thing, and they just are willing to get that thing that makes sense. So um,
0: there's a photographer down yeah, who likes who prints stuff mm-hmm. for 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 other artists. And he's got an issue with it, people bringing in uh, photos f- from their iPhone because they believe that the iPhone has good enough quality to print really, really big, Oh no. which it doesn't. <laughs> so I'm curious, you know, people uh, very much like their own mm, art. Always. Do they bring in art that you look at and it's like, this is not going to work?
2: I, I've gotten, oh my gosh, it's so funny because it's like, I, I hear all these like, voices in my head that tell me all these things and i never say it out loud so i like i always feel bad if it comes off like really offensive to like clients because it's like very like blunt but like to be completely honest i don't say anything to my clients when um they bring me something that is very untattooable. i i i've learned a lot like i've been tattooing for at least seven years and throughout the years i've learned not to tell your client like no like you're like okay i'm going to do everything in my power as an artist to make it a yes. Like I'm gonna change it to fit their vision, but um, like I've noticed when I tell clients like, oh, like this is not gonna work out. Like look at the line work, like this is too small or blah, 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 blah. Like I'm like, I skip that step and I tell them, I'm just gonna, I love your idea. I think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Come in on this day and then like, I just like give them what I can similar like close to what they want and they never say anything. Like they never were like, Oh actually I wanted it like way smaller. Like they trust your opinion. Like, yeah. and I, I've gotten so far in my career where like I have a following and I have the social media like I wouldn't say like clout but I have like the um the background where they'll trust me. Yeah. And then if they don't trust me I have to like, you know, hey like I know what I'm doing. Like don't worry. Like reassure yeah. them and like let them know that, and if it does come down to like them being extra picky, then I just am straight up. I'm like, maybe I'm just not the artist for you. Yeah.
0: Like Todd, is that an arts lesson here?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's that's probably across the board. That sounds about right. But it's, I think sometimes it's also, like, how many artists do you have in your shop?
2: Um, currently, I want like like to say.
1: Like four or five. Yeah. Four or five, and so maybe it. You know, you're not the right one, but maybe one of your artists is exactly. Right? And so I think yeah. that also the more um, you know, you know, the artists in the in your community, it's it's also pairing them up with that. Exactly. I mean, that's that's like that mm-hmm. that's like the nice community thing to do. You know, right? It's it's, it's that sort of referral work. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe this. Maybe this particular public art call isn't for you, but maybe
2: exactly maybe the next you one you can refer them just here. like how hairstylists do like, oh, I know I, I can't do no, pop color. True. So, yeah. but so and so does do it. Um, I've referred a couple people to like a few friends of mine, like geometric tattoos. I don't do geometric tattoos. I feel like that skill is like very like intricate line work. And um, I feel like with my style, it just doesn't mesh very well. So I do have a friend that does it amazing. So I just send them to them. What's
0: your favorite style to do? When um someone says i want to do this abstract, you're like, yeah abstract, abstract art. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. that's right now currently yeah. i'm sure it'll change but um like illustrator il- like child book illustrative tattoos like okay anything that reminds you of like your childhood and i feel like that links back to like your your art style is going to always like the foundation is going to be how you grew up in your art like your childhood
0: that's so did you yeah. draw a lot as a, as a kid like growing yeah. up like what when did you when were you like all right I'm going. I'm I'm
1: tattooing now. (laughs) Eight. Yeah. Eight. She was eight. eight. Yeah. It
2: just was like your
1: first tattoo. I
4: I feel
2: like um, so my parents were the type of parents that did not care if I drew on the walls. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I had this like I grew up in a very very small house. It was a, it it was at least a one bedroom house with like five kids. And there was this one huge, there was like two living rooms, but like one of the, I think it was a dining room that my parents converted into a bedroom cause mm. it didn't have like doors. So it was just like a big like opening room and there was like bunk beds in there. Mm. So yeah, I, I just grew up very poor in like a small house. It was like a square shaped and I'm sure like my parents were like, this is what we did. My dad worked in a farm, my mom was a stay at home mom. and. Like my mom was very creative. She always played like Play-Doh with us, and like she just always like was in touch with our artistic abilities. My older sister is an artist. My little sister cannot draw her own name. Like she's not, <laughs> she's not that good. Yeah. But um, when it came to like art and expressing ourselves, my parents were very supportive, and they're like, "Yeah, go ahead." Like, um, actually, the house is abandoned, and uh, if you still look into the windows, my art is still there. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: cool. that's so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. cool. Yeah. Do you remember your first? tattoo
2: yes um not on you but that you So, did. although my parents were very supportive they're very um catholic yeah so they made me wait until i was 18 before so, you got one so before i got one my yeah. parents don't have one either my parents don't have okay. any tattoos i like asked them like can i please tattoo you and they're like no they're like more scared about the pain than they are about like you know anything else or like scared it's gonna hurt yeah So and
0: then what was the first one that you did um, on somebody else?
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> I love your questions. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> well, I, I just I have this vision of you like
2: like in, in an
0: alley somewhere with like some Basically. janky equipment or whatever. But <laughs> so but, this, this but you have to like go to school and do the whole thing, right? But did you yeah. start like on the?
2: So rewinding the clock a little bit, Um, I remember being in high school and my friends would always like walk up to me and be like, draw me. Yeah, because I always drew. I always was like drawing random stuff, and so my friends were like, "Here's a sharpie, like just draw me." So I was that friend that got in trouble all the time by like their parents or teachers, and um, I would like trace like roses all the time. And then my teacher actually like came up to me. She was so mad at me because she would catch me drawing all the time, and I'd never do my homework. And I remember telling her that she was all like you need to stop drawing, and then I looked at her, and I was like 17 years old, and I'm like, what if I become a tattoo artist? And this because of my career. And she's like, 20 more minutes. And then ever since then, <laughs> 20 more minutes. Yeah, ever since then, <laughs> she never, she never ever told me to stop drawing. Yeah. Like, the rest of the school year, she never like, told me to put it away. And I actually, like, I wanna contact her again and tell her thank you. Like, yeah, yeah that, was, that was a huge breaking point for me.
1: I do have a quick question and I think that you're probably a good person to ask is because uh, you grew up um, Catholic. Your parents, mm-hmm. your family's still Catholic. Yeah. And so I, I'm not religious. This is obviously a somewhat religious community that we live in. And in mm-hmm. I say in Ogden in Utah. And uh, how does that, how does the tattoo culture sort of play in with what's sort of written, right? right. Like, I mean, the way that you were raised, is it, obviously there's plenty of Religious people that get tattoos, right? At some point, you know. But what is it? Obviously, your 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 parents aren't fans of it. Mm-hmm. Um. So how does that fall? How does that fall into being a tattoo artist in a culture that you know? There, you use the word right. repressed, right? Right. I mean, there's a lot of people that are, and and sometimes when you said you lived up in Logan, and so it might be their first time away from home. Mm-hmm. They turn a certain age. They might find a, a place that's hidden from right. view, right? Yeah. I'm sure a lot of first tattoos are hidden from view, right? Yeah. So parents don't ever see. And so, how's that sort of played into your practice or becoming an artist in a place like Utah? Well,
2: I feel like in the industry, it, it's actually really unique in that way because I feel like a lot of people get rosary tattoos and a lot of people get religious figures tattooed on them, like you see Jesus, you see Mary. And so, I actually find that very interesting. That like, although that like religion might be might play a huge part on like why people get certain tattoos because like, oh, I want a rosary tattoo because I feel like it's going to protect me. It's True. the intention behind the tattoo. It's kind of like witchcraft. That's yeah, a what, lot of crosses, a lot uh, of prayer, prayer hands. Right, and, and so that's why like I named my shop Spellbound and that's a witchcraft type of way and I feel like your intentions are put into your tattoos and like if you look way back into history, like ancient history, we've been getting tattoos for so long. Like ancient Egyptians yep. like have them on them like they've found it on mummies. And I did research one day cause I was just like, why is it that we feel the need to mark ourselves? Like why mm. Like why is that a thing? And with the, all the research that I've been able to combine, it has said we, we have a need to want to separate ourselves from different tribes or different societies. Mm and whatever will like push us away from like certain societies or civilizations or different tribes tribes to help like you know if you go to hawaii there's tribal tattoos sure. and there's different symbolisms i don't do tribal tattoos because of the respect that um, mm. symbolism that is behind all those you know different marks and whatever like there's different shapes that mean different things and so different cultures have like all these rules Behind the tattoos, and I, I don't know. I feel like that question, like religion, and then like tribes, and it, it just like goes way back. You yeah. know, it's it's just it's such a complex industry, to be honest. There's so much that goes behind.
0: And me. you're a woman, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now, when you, when
2: you messaged, automatically
0: <laughs> when you messaged me, you said it was male dominated, and it's funny because I think of, think a cat, you know, cat von Ds or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm like. It, oh, yeah, I guess there's probably not a lot of women tattoo owner. I wouldn't have even thought about it, but, mm-hmm. but it is. So how is that, and what's the s- struggle as far as...
2: Being a woman in the industry. Being a woman in,
0: yeah, that, that industry. So
2: first of all, like, I feel like being a woman in the industry, people automatically don't take you seriously, like in any other ser- like serious career that you have. Like, you're underpaid. Like, I think, actually, to be completely honest, I think tattooing is probably... Like for women, we we make the most, I wanna say, Hmm. for sure. Women make the most in the industry. Um, It has a lot to do with uh, women trusting other women, tattooing them, and then um, there's some men that don't feel comfortable with other men tattooing them. So especially in like certain areas. So I feel like we kind of have an upper hand. It's kind of like a masseuse, you know, like usually would prefer like maybe a female masseuse or something like you feel a lot more comfortable with that you're alone in a room with somebody you know like you want to like choose and i i feel like like maybe gender doesn't really matter too much in 2023 i feel like there's so many like different like genders out there now that people can like pick and choose who they want their artist to be but um, I definitely want to say, in like the last upcoming three years, women have been dominating the industry like way more than typically. Um, I do want to announce that I'm pretty sure, as far as I'm concerned, Spellbound is the only female-owned shop, like f- filled with women only in Northern Utah. Huh. So, as far as I'm concerned, so all your other artists are women too. Yes. Oh, yeah, nice. we're all very women. cool. Mm-hmm. Very That's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And did they find you? Did you find them?
2: Yeah. So um, I kind of, I'm one of those people. Did you meet in the woods under a yeah, full moon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, we did. I, I sent out smoke signals. Yeah. Yeah, I no, see no, it. And I put not, message yeah. in bottles and, you know, threw them out in the river. And there was dancing. I tried and to find There was and, dancing. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sent, sent a crow out to, <laughs> you know, different people out there. I just manifested that. But um, it's kind of word of mouth, to be honest. So, um, I I had an apprentice in the beginning and she was so funny, like, she made me laugh because she's like, you're paying me for this, right? And, and I was like, oh, I, I'm giving you like, you know, a $70,000 a year career and you're asking me if I'm gonna pay you. If you wanna be my assistant, I mean, that's a different story, but I ain't hiring an assistant. <laughs> so.
0: Luna, thanks for coming in. Thanks for reaching out um, via course. Instagram. And this is a lesson. You want to be on the show? Reach out via Instagram because that, that worked well. It only took me three months to f- see the message. So that
2: was Message in a bottle. Oh, my God. That <laughs> I'm was
0: send You, you didn't see signal. the smoke signal. No, I totally yeah, yeah. was so far behind. <laughs> so basically
1: what we've learned, too, if you need to email Banyan, you want to email Todd Todd at the <laughs> Well, it. email was fine. Yeah. It's yeah. she
0: messaged on Instagram. I'm oh,
1: an Instagram person. Yeah, and
0: I and I And I
1: thought you were more on to Instagram oh, Brandon. Brandon, I'm shaking my head.
0: The them she messaged and that was like probably if she would have tagged me in a which is wouldn't have been a way to reach out, but when I forget to check the messages yeah. and that's my fault. It's totally my fault. So nice. I apologize. <laughs> okay. Luna, and the it, is perfect. You saw yeah. it. You saw it. Yeah. So
2: that's all that matters.
0: Yeah, that that was great. And so and they people can just get a hold of you and,
2: and yeah, book, they can book
0: time with you. Book and, with me, yeah.
2: Hidden Moon Art or Spellbound um tattoo. Yeah, for sure. I'm always accepting new clients and we have a bunch of awesome tattoo artists there as well they can book with so
0: and is it okay if we come in and say i want a tattoo like eric's gonna come in and he's gonna say i want a tattoo but i don't know on what his I, ass. I don't on his ass, <laughs> but i don't know what i want and so help me figure that out
2: yeah i would be like there's my book click check out what's available okay, okay. Yeah.
0: that's how <laughs> i got mine was mine was on a wall yeah yeah okay that's
2: the best way to do it honestly because okay. i feel like when the tattoo artist does their art their own art they're like really invested in it yeah so and you
0: i saw you do these like i'll do these certain tattoos for cheap like mm-hmm. that you've been posting friday on the this?
2: 13th yeah. yeah yeah so um tattoo artists have like holidays okay so there's like friday the 13th it's like a holiday for okay. us so we do like deals during okay. and then also apprentices like who i'm teaching how to tattoo yeah i feel like it's a respect thing not to like charge 100 200 bucks for like something that might come out good yeah, like yeah. we don't really know if yeah. it's gonna come out good or not Like we're just testing the waters to see how their line work is going to turn out. So we definitely, um, you know, we keep it at a certain like ballpark and price wise just to cover our, you know, supplies, expensive. Oh yeah, for sure. Keep the lights on. But yeah, so they're discounted for apprentices. So if anybody wants an apprentice tattoo... Yeah, she's available. That's well. pretty cool. So, oh, yeah,
4: that's really
1: pretty cool. cool. Yeah. But see, you mentioned that, so now I have to ask. There's so many questions. Yeah. Uh, I know.
4: As know ask like, as many questions. i so they talk Luna it's all it's, night. It's, and so it's very this,
2: interesting. Yeah, you know? This doesn't
1: necessarily have to apply to just your work, but um, how expensive can tattoos get? Now, obviously, they can grow and grow and grow, but I mean, like, essentially a design. And maybe yeah. that consists that that's already planned out that you're going to cover a lot of square footage on somebody's body and mm-hmm. and I can imagine that that price could get really high but yeah. can, can tattoos get really expensive?
2: They can really like I, I think wh- whoever is doing tattoos um, values themselves as an artist so they you know whatever they feel like they need to charge you they will like uh, as they feel like their value is That's good. yeah it's like painters you know he feels like he wasted what like 12 you know 13 hours drawing this or painting this I'm gonna sell it for five grand you know it's because he spent his heart and soul and, and invested a lot of time into this and look at this masterpiece you know it's like
1: you spent a little less than five grand on yours I'm assuming on
0: oh, my tattoo yeah. oh my yeah. god, it's like a hundred bucks or something I don't know. Like,
1: no I don't know
0: it wasn't yeah. it wasn't a lot yeah it was on a wall it was like one of those cheapy ones
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it was a good
0: memory. I need awesome. to add so Luna you're You may see me later.
2: (laughs) No, that's fine. Um, I think like my uh, price wise, I was charging probably close to like 120 an hour. And I just recently changed it per piece because um, I would get finished with like a really big tattoo in like an hour. So I'm like, um, yeah, you get yeah. quick. Well, yeah. yeah, I got, yeah. yeah, I was just like, dang. And like, I feel like telling my clients I'm fast at tattooing and then they're like, oh no, like, don't be fast at my tattoo. Take yeah. your time. And then I like take my time, but like line work is pretty quick for me. And yeah, it kind of was hard when I would only have to charge like two, 300 for a piece that you know, what it took somebody at least four hours doing. Without, I think like, something experience.
1: you're going to have the rest of your life should cost more than like a poofy
2: What? 100%. Coke. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I want to like send off to the shoe industry. So you're in the shoe industry, right? Well, kind of. Okay. I'm in the running industry. That's funny, yeah. I feel yeah. like a <laughs> pair of shoes, like, what do they run? Or, they're pretty expensive too, right? Sure. Yeah. Running I, shoes are. Hard. I've always like compared, I don't know, my prices with like, i always just been like, well, you're, you're going to spend like, you know, one fifty on a pair of shoes and that's going to only last you like what, you know, six, 20 months. And then like someone like tries to bargain with me with my prices. I'm like, this is going to last forever. Like, you know, you don't run down unless you're like in the sun all the time. And so I'm just like, you know, understand that our prices, I'm surprised that tattoos aren't way more than they are today because, Mm -hmm. um, actually I have this theory that tattoos are like, you know, within the range that they are price wise right now is because of how um, poorly the industry has been treated, like with gang violence in, in the mm-hmm. past and like people associated with prison people. Like I, I have this theory that people just have this like bad consultation when it comes to tattoos. And so that's why I think that people don't value them for what they are. And I don't know. That's just my theory.
0: So oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it,
1: it, same problem artists have. Just artists. You know yeah, I mean? I starving see artists it across the board. Yep, yep. Nope, yeah, that's It's completely true.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. Eric, you you really don't have any tattoos, um, and maybe I don't, change.
1: but I'm going to get one tonight. <laughs>
3: yeah, <I can> say, <laughs> it, it, it stay tuned for the full the full that's podcast the because Luna's going <laughs> to give me a tattoo <laughs> tonight. Um,
0: your your background. Let's let's jump over to you real quick because um, I could t- I'll spend all night talking to
3: Luna. Um, <laughs>
0: Uh, is, yeah, is tr- it's. I just have to say, it's fascinating. I'm, it really cool is. Honor huh? to be
3: here with Luna. Because yeah, I, any just, questions you guys have? Yeah, like, feel so free to ask. It's fascinating just to listen, and and uh, I'm such an admirer and um, of your art and yeah. what you're doing. So. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, How
0: how did you go from e- EMT <laughs> to to Goal Foundation?
3: Yeah. So, previous to me being with the Goal Foundation, I was with Ogden City Fire Department. And, yeah. Uh, I was yeah, it's been a wonderful career there. It's twenty five years of being a paramedic, and um,
1: no stories from that whole time period. No stories. No. No. no, no. None. No. <laughs> we need you on at least three times with the three lives that you've had. Yeah. 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 yeah
3: but no, that was a great, uh, a really great time of my life, and a wonderful career. And uh, and what kind of transitioned me to Goal Foundation was um, in the last portion of that career, I was putting together the medical portion for the marathon. Mm, yeah. And, uh, and so that's where we were we're volunteering going. or were you... no, we okay. were putting together the ambulance plan yeah. and, and, and working closely with emergency management and all the different components that go into the marathon, yeah. um, in, in that matter. And so that's how I got introduced to goal. And, um, but even before then I was really interested in the goal foundation and what they were doing Yeah, and particularly the, just the impact that I felt like they were making in the community on a lot of levels yeah, well, outside of the marathon.
0: Well, yeah. Let's drop that real. So people who don't know what goal is and goal foundation right. is, what what is that real quick?
1: It's yeah, so, a so get out and live.
0: Get out and live. Yes, yeah. See, I ah,
3: great. Oh, I'm so yeah. glad you know what it stands for. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah that, so, that's one of the things it stands for. There's probably other. Yeah, things.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, you do know your history, because <laughs> there is. We, something
1: we've been here a while. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
3: But that is the latest. Uh, the latest thing that it stands for, and um, yeah, get out and live. and 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 really goal just to distill it down as a a nonprofit here in ogden it's been around since 2011 and um and we do a couple things we put on events we produce events the largest being the ogden marathon which most people know us for and um but we also do smaller running events we do mountain bike events and um and then last year we ventured in and partnered with our great friends over at trails foundation in northern utah and eric manning i know he was on the show earlier
1: yeah we don't we don't bring up that name on this yeah. show, yeah. there's a clause oh and he's gosh. just not allowed yeah. 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 No,
0: I'm just Todd he's gives great. him so much shit it's <laughs> fantastic because e- Eric is one of my favorite guests and he does such a great job on the podcast so anyone could, that
1: can him, take it like that guy yeah. takes it I give it like so bad <laughs>
3: He's great, and that whole organization's great, and so we partnered with them and put on a new event last October called the Northern Utah Trail Fest, and um, which was just uh, fantastic for its first year. Which
0: you should have
3: tattoo artists there. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If you yeah. can
2: get the health department in and be like, hmm, looks clean enough, then yeah, we can. Oh, that's true. Brandon, yeah. can you? Help some us? Hoops.
3: Can you help us on that? I have. No, I, I, mean, I have no iPad. help
2: at the health department. Okay. You need yeah. me? <laughs> I'll yeah. help you. That's great. I got yeah. them. You know. On speed dial, probably. <laughs> oh, I yeah. always need to talk to them. Like, yeah. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, they're they're really chill, especially like if you do it here in Utah. Yeah, it's kind of scary how chill they are. Honestly. Yeah, huh. <laughs> Yeah, they're like you're too chill. The fire department too.
3: Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to hear.
0: Good people. They're good good people. people. They are <laughs> good people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go. Uh, Go. Foundation uh, yeah. is busier th- every year, and you're in your what year? Third.
3: Yeah, this is the third year for me, but um, I started with Goal in 2019, which was right before the pandemic hit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I I started in October and um, I think we made it to February. We started doing some of our smaller events and then that's where... uh, It was a good
1: time to get a new position like that. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Yeah.
3: The timing was perfect. (laughs) Yeah. And that's when everything stopped. So wait, are they
2: found like conventions
3: no maybe? not conventions um more athletic events so oh. we've got uh running races marathons okay bike races yeah cool. but uh the challenge with that in that around that time was that everything we did um really consisted of bringing large groups of people together
2: so you run over there this person runs yeah, right here exactly so <laughs> don't run too close <laughs> no.
3: Yeah, so we inevitably, we had to cancel our events in 2020. and mm-hmm. 2021, we came back with a virtual format because we were kind of in that hybrid in-between time where we, I think the whole world really, n- nobody knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last year really was our first year of bringing back all of our events in an in-person live format. So fantastic year. Um, just everything went extremely well event-wise, and, and here we are. Did the Onto for-
1: Marathon do an at-home event?
3: They did, yeah. In two thousand twenty-one, what
1: was the setup on that?
3: Yeah, so we did a virtual event. Uh, so two thousand twenty, we had to cancel completely. Right. Two thousand twenty-one, um, we did a virtual event where we created uh, a platform where people could run any of their dis- any distance that they signed up for, um, anywhere in the world. And we created an online community and a Facebook group, and um, and people from di- nine different countries and uh, hmm. people did their run. Uh, all over the world, which was really cool. It was cool to see the online engagement um, in, in a time where we just couldn't put people together.
2: still. Yeah. so right.
1: Well, I, for one, appreciated that step on the way back too. I think a lot of people yeah. embraced as much as possible that sort of at-home online, you know, activity, yeah. but that also, you know, had a level of interaction and you know chat rooms and that type of thing. And so, you know, you, you miss that's a very Social activity,
3: right? It is, yeah. And, I'm, 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 and thank you for that. Uh, you know, we were kind of looking at it as, uh, you know, what do we do? What do we do right now? And, um, and we just felt like it, it's, it's too important of an event um, to just do nothing. And so uh, we ventured into that space, into the virtual space, and we learned a tremendous amount about, you know, even looking at the kind of the journey from when we started thinking about a virtual event to what we ended up with. Uh, we learned so much, and it was great to see that we could still provide an impact in people's lives, mm-hmm. and that's what we were really out to do. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it, and it uh, helped kind of fill that void until we could get back to normal.
1: Which we're back to normal.
3: Kind of. I like forget yeah. we went yeah. through a whole yeah. pandemic. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. Yeah, it
2: feels,
1: like it feels. It feels. But your like planning is normal. getting closer to back to normal.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And last year, last May, um, we did the we did our first in person Ogden Marathon since 2019, and uh, it's fantastic.
1: So, as somebody who doesn't uh, run at that level, kind of tell <laughs> kind of tell our audience how big of a deal the Ogden marathon is like it is it is it's a big deal um and and why is it such a big deal i mean is i know location plays into it i know that the planning plays into it i know that it's one that people return year after year like it's one of their on their list that they have to do what's special about Ogden's marathon i mean todd we all know i mean i'm at the start line
0: yeah well (laughs) that's that's really
1: it yeah brandon's at the start line yeah oh my gosh (laughs) jesus yeah, it, no, it, never mind. It's <laughs> yeah. It has a history, right?
3: It does, yeah. So, yeah, this is its 22nd year. So, oh, wow. um, but yeah, it, it is a big deal. Um, and I think, you know, we can talk about why it's such a special race. And, um, but I think, I think really to answer your question, what's such a big deal about it is what it represents to this community. Right. So, it's a beautiful course. It's a Boston qualifier. Um Brandon, it, is, it, at open. Brandon right. is at the Brandon is at the the start line, which really, you know, people from all over the world come just to see that. It's weird uh, whether it, they're running it, yeah. or not. Yeah. Brandon's yeah.
1: start line mix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is so really totally good. What it is, by which the way. is really good by the way. Yeah.
3: Um but what's cool about it, I think, um is what it what it means to Ogden or what it means to this community and regardless of if you're participating in it as a, as an athlete, or if you're a spectator or a volunteer, you know, we have thousands of volunteers that, that make this event happen. Um, it's community, Mm -hmm. it's community building event It's probably the largest, I would say the largest single day event that happens in our community. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, I would say, regardless of if you're a runner or not, um, come down to the finish line. And just oh man, just watch. It's the finish lines it's, are brutal. Yeah, uh, it'll they, bring you to it, it, cry. It'll bring you it to tears. Yeah, yeah. and um, and that I think is what's so meaningful. Not only to see people fulfilling their personal goals and their dreams, um, but just seeing a whole community come together um, to to celebrate a great day. And and in
0: all seriousness, and and um, you do cry, and yeah. our our good friend Shane Osgothorpe, So I, I I am at the start, but Shane crushes it so he's at the finish line yeah and he's out there for six hours or yep. something he's our MC, MC. he's rain. out there for
3: like 12 hours yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: rain or shine rain or shine and and it is amazing i don't know how you feed the information to him but when he announces the names people come across the finish line and they're exhausted yep. and they're tired and they're emotional and you can't help but you just break down. You feel yep. for these people. It's, it's one of the coolest things and it's free. You just go watch the finish yep.
3: line. Yeah. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And the cool thing about the event, it's, uh, you know, a lot of people think, Oh, it's a marathon. I can't do a marathon. Um, there's a distance really for everybody, right? So there's a 5k, which is a, a beautiful 5k course. There's a 12k that starts at the Oaks in Ogden Canyon and runs down the Canyon to and everything finishes at 25th and grand. So, um, and then there's a half marathon and a marathon. So really, there's uh, there's a distance for everybody, uh, whether you want to run it, whether you want to walk it. Um, we have families that walk. We have, you know, I personally, I did the 5K with my mother-in-law when she was 75 years old. Mm. One of the most incredible experiences of my life, um, watching her do that. And um, and she, it, it was fantastic. So that's the idea is whether you're an elite runner or whether you're um, – somebody that just uh, wants to participate on any level there's something for everybody there
1: it really is a fantastic spectator yeah. sport as yeah. well i uh, my brother did marathons wow. for a while and there was one that he ran in uh, obviously the most memorable one he did uh, the double marathon
3: oh right yeah.
1: and uh, it's, and <laughs> so it's slightly different culture there right sure. and so there, there was water, but for the most parts, most parts it was just Jameson. It was Jameson. Guinness, 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 yeah. like, Guinness. Okay, as yeah. far as the eye could see. But I mean, it was <laughs> it was passed out like you would pass out water along the way. Oh and my God. Uh, I love it. And there would be people that would run the marathon with with kegs, like wearing kegs like on their back, and I mean, so many costumes and, yeah. but just. Being there and just being part of it through that and, you know, encouraging these runners as they go by, like they, dare I say, they need that. They, they, sure. they need that yeah, energy, that's a right? big deal. And so yep. if I could just, you know, be part of that year after year, it's a huge high. And it's all, you know, more times than not in, in our community, you're going to know somebody that's running.
3: Sure. Right? Yep.
1: Um, what was the attendance last year?
3: Yeah, so we had just over 5,300 people last year. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's a big number. Yeah. Is that, as, yeah, is that about as
3: big as it gets? What's that? Uh, no? You know, at one point in 2015, um, there were actually 10,000 runners. So 2015 was yeah, the, the kind of the pinnacle year. And then, as an industry, after 2015, everything kind of just started to to go down. There was a lot of saturation in the market, and so um, and so we range between the five and six thousand mark every year. And we get runners from all 50 states. Um, last year, we had runners from nine different countries. Um, it is a Boston qualifier. And what that means is the Boston marathon obviously is the kind of the pinnacle of marathons. You have to qualify to get in. And so there's um, certifications and marathons are certified so that you can qualify uh, in like with Ogden, you can qualify. And if you get a qualifying time, then that allows you to, uh, enter into the Boston Marathon. So, and what
1: is it about Ogden's Marathon that allows you to qualify? Like, what are the? Well, we're
3: sanctioned through through an organization called USA Track and Field that, that makes us a Boston qualifier. And so that means they come out and they measure the course, they make sure that the course uh, meets all the sanction requirements, so that it is a qualified course. But one of the things that um, is a, uh, is really appealing to a lot of people is we're a fast Boston qualifier, and because we're predominantly downhill. So if you think about it, we start just below Causey Reservoir. Yeah. We finish here, and um, and so we run down through Ogden Canyon. And so um, there is there are some uphill pieces, but the majority of our course is downhill. So it's a quick course,
0: and it's not so like I ran St. George. St. George has a couple brutal hills. You don't want it too downhill. You want right, like a moderate. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, it's it's a perfect grade um, to where people can really do some fast times. And so so people purposely come here to qualify for Boston. Mm. Um, and it's a beautiful course. I mean, to be able to run down Ogden Canyon. Those are stretches
1: death. of the road that you can't run down the middle of other than when it's closed. These organized uh, events. Yeah. yeah. You've done the Ogden Marathon a couple times, haven't you? A couple times, a couple like, times. Yeah. What was your first experience with that?
0: Well, I finished, so I was happy. Uh, it's beautiful, and so
1: that's one of the first thing that comes to mind is that it's beautiful.
0: It, it really is because you get to the you get to the canyon part. The first part is um is is a okay, is fast actually. Yeah. first part's pretty fast. South Fork Canyon. So, yeah, you tend gorgeous. to gorgeous. Yeah, tend to run really quick because it is a it's a moderate downhill. But you you I ran. I remember running under my predicted rate, and then you sort of go around the Pine View, and then you get into the canyon right when you need it because yeah. it, it starts getting hard about, about those miles start sure. getting hard and then you get into the canyon and it, and it helps you because it's pretty and then you move into um uh, down there behind like along the river behind dinosaur park and it those are my first marathon was salt lake mm-hmm. and i'm and i broke down at like mile 26 mile 22 or something because i'd never gone that far in my life so it got really hard and there was like it was like road like you're in town this is a long time ago, but in Ogden's, it is—it's pretty and it's nice until you pop out in those last couple. Of yeah, the walks. last mile. The last yep, mile. Yep. But but it is—it's motivational if you have to walk and take your time. If you're hurting, at least it's pretty and it's nice and it's yeah. not. You know what I mean? And yep. and I remember that as
3: part of. The, the experience but yeah. yeah and you were talking about Dublin and, and the, the huge component of people cheering people on our last mile really a pop out off of the uh, Ogden River Parkway and you get onto Grant and then we've got a, basically a mile to get to the finish that's kind of what we, we call it our hoopla zone and so um, the idea is we line both sides of the streets with different groups that are cheering people on um, and it's, it's really a, a special last mile for people to get them into the finish after a long road
1: so if you're going as a spectator for your first time That's where you want to be Hit the hoopla Yeah absolutely
3: hoop yeah. I used to well,
2: live yeah. right there by the Ogden River Okay I remember when that happened Yeah I was pissed because I couldn't get my door dash <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't park I was like where's my door down He's yeah. like I can't get over there that. oh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I was no, like I, you have to go through the other way And he's yeah. like I did I tried yeah. But they like closed the road off weird
3: Yep so. yep that was us I'm sorry for that yep. Gear 32 <laughs> we had a hard time wow.
0: getting And the, any parade Yeah Like we're like we're like shut down
3: Well and you know that's I'm glad you bring it up because that's a huge piece of it because, um, one of our big focuses is just sustainable events, right? Yeah. We want this to be a sustainable event. We want it to keep going. We realize the value that it brings. Um, but that's a, you know, that's a big focus when you're, when you have a 26 mile course and you're looking at all the businesses that are affected and all the residential areas that are affected. And so, um, it's a huge focus for us to try to communicate not only with business owners, but, um, we have a, a team that goes out, and hits the street, and hits all of the areas to try to give as much advance warning, and then and listen, really listen to the challenges, um, because we want to we want to keep having it. But we know also that um, when we bring an event into like that, it um, it Wait, creates. Is a, it once a year? Yeah, just once a year.
2: Okay. Yep. Yeah. I mean, F it, like right, but. like <laughs> like just yeah. take over, like okay. it doesn't, it, it yeah. doesn't take over, take as much as you can because it's, it's your marketing scheme and in yeah. the businesses. I get it, like leave them a little note, give them some cookies, whatever. Yeah, But, <laughs> but like Yeah, no, like yeah. that's fine. Like you're like, I'm gonna give you 53,000 people yeah. walking by you, like you will 50, be fine. Like, yeah. oh, I appreciate Like, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you we also, want, well, we just being respectful. Be, that's yeah, one we thing. Be but it's once a year; they can get over it. And you know what? I got my DoorDash like later that day. I was.
3: All right. She said it, not me. You heard but, it here yeah. first. You heard folks. it here first.
0: Okay. I've never been yeah. so frustrated in a car when I was trying to get my family and I were went to vacation in Southern California. Our condos in Oceanside. And we picked a day that we thought would be a great day, a Sunday, to go to the San Diego Zoo. And it was the same day as the San Diego Marathon, which I've oh, run yeah. in the past before, by the way. And I remember it was beautiful, actually. Um, and But you couldn't get to Balboa Park. Like every entrance and all the yeah. and the maps on the Google Maps. And I was like, like, what the hell is going on? It was the damn marathon. And it was finally like, it. I think we tried to get to the zoo early, but it was like around 10 o'clock or something when, when a lot of the finishers had mm-hmm. already finished, when they started unbarricading the streets and you could finally get into Balboa Park and get over to the freaking yeah. the zoo. I'm like this is the most <laughs> maddening thing I've ever experienced ever. So it, it that is part of the logistics yeah. of putting but on. But that's a big I deal, like, it's right? The About the messaging thing. Yeah, yeah like, it's communication yeah. and messaging. Yeah, like y- yeah,
2: maybe speech. Google needs to work a thing out where it's just like don't travel today. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. marathon going on, just yep. stay home. Yeah. So like yeah. like a weather storm alert. You know, yep. they have the amber alerts. I know they can do it. Yeah. Yeah. they
4: they yeah.
0: did. They actually well, did have we, stuff. But it but it wasn't completely accurate. It wasn't dialed in. And mm. so it was a little off and, and it was frustrating because, you know, you're in a car with your wife and kids. You're just trying to get to the damn zoo. And right. it was like, I'm going to go way the oh, way yeah. around, <laughs> come back this way. And then by the time you do that, yeah. something else is closed that mm-hmm. wasn't on the Google Map because it was showing stuff closed for event closure, I think is what Google shows it oh, wow!
3: Do you, okay. do you communicate to yep, Google? Yeah, we do. And, and okay. we do geofencing as well. Okay. And, we, and, and nice. we, we have particular, you know, uh, paid campaigns that go out um throughout the geofenced area so we're really trying to hit everybody um and give them plenty of notice but you know we understand that people get their information different ways right so um so we're trying to be as diverse as we can and and figure out like what's the best way to communicate with people and at least give advance warning because we know it it is an interruption it really is and um and so we just we try really hard in that area
2: i think it's a good marketing thing to though yeah. like get used to it like we're going to be here like yeah. you know
3: and we really want to encourage like local businesses like if we're running by Spellbound yeah. right like hey let's do something right yeah. let's do let's take this like I'll have set up some waters exactly, outside exactly yeah. my logo around all of them yeah you know? exactly so there's super quick tattoos yeah super quick tattoos yeah like, <laughs> tattoos. Yeah. like a dot. as you're running like a dot by,
2: as you're going by. <laughs> I like it that's yeah. real <laughs> abstract art right <laughs> yeah
3: yeah I'll just yeah. have super a machine quick. just yeah. like
1: freckle a freckle we'll just get you a freckle arrangement no we don't want you
2: guys to sweat
4: you can't sweat after a tattoo. That's not um, true. That's true.
0: Uh, God, that would be amazing. You, like, sign all the paperwork in advance and pay for it. And then as you yeah. go by, she's, like, you just gives it. you the one, like, ink dot somewhere. Yep. And you're, like,
3: done. I love it. There's a done. There's partnership. Oh, we need to talk so this about is point.
1: a marathon that is somewhat dialed down, I would say. Like, you know, through the, how many years is it again? 20? This will be the 22nd. 22nd um, year. 20 second years. Yeah. And so. You mentioned something like, like, dialed, like to this dialed in. Like, dialed in. Yeah. did I say dialed down. Dialed yeah, down.
0: I just want to make like it's dialed Diled up to in 100, and but dialed, Down and yeah. up.
1: It's dialed. It's it's dialed. fully dialed in. Yeah. And <laughs> and uh obviously you keep an eye out, you know, other cities do marathons, that type mm-hmm. of thing. But uh yeah. like upcoming marathons, is there still any things that get tweaked? Is it Oh yeah.
3: Yeah, every year, you know. Um you know, it's a. it's not only the marathon, but it, it, the day before we do a, a a huge expo up at the field house at Weber State um, mm. and so yeah we're always looking at like you know different you know looking at the looking at these marathons that are um, uh, big marathons. So are thing.
2: these like charity events? Uh,
3: some of them are. Some of them are charity That's... events. Some of them have, you know, are fundraisers for others but we're always just looking at like you know what, what are others doing? Picking up best practices. There is so There are so many smart people out there that are putting together great events and so we're always trying to um, take little nuggets from different ones and, and incorporate them back here. Nice. So, cool. yeah, we added. You know, like last year, for example, that was the first year of the 12k, and uh, we, you know, our runners, we we do a, a survey every year, and our runners said, hey, you got to have a 10k because we, you know, we didn't have that. We had the 5k, and then it jumped all the way to a half marathon, and then a full. And our runners said, you got to have a 10k, and so we we went and looked at, you know, okay, how can we do that? And we ended up with a 12, uh, because uh, which is how many miles? Ah, uh, seven point three miles, okay. but it, it made it made sense uh, to start at the oaks, and because Ogden Canyon yeah. is kind of peculiar in that it's narrow in certain sections. So if you did a tip, a traditional ten k, there was really wasn't a great spot. I think twelve k is a yeah. good amount. Yeah, cool. to sort
1: of work your way up. Oh, to. it's fantastic! Yeah. I did yeah. a a marathon relay in uh, Tahoe with some friends sometime. Yeah. another really beautiful spot, right? Sure. And I think that that was my leg. Was it was around that, or at Seven. least that's what I ended up right, it was about right. that, and it was, you know, it was a little bit of a challenge for me, but it was doable, totally doable. Yep. I think a five k is doable for, for for most. most. People. Yep, yeah, yep. I think that's and yep. and so if you wanted to challenge yourself, just kind of that next level, I think a twelve k was a great idea. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's and it,
3: yeah, and and it it it's beautiful because you get the bulk of the canyon. Yeah, and you come out of the canyon, you're on the river parkway, and then into the finish. So. But that was another one where it's like, you know, we never had that distance. So, you know, even though we're, we're, we've been doing this marathon for years, um, and sure it's dialed in, um, we're always looking to like, how do we improve it? You know? And that's a perfect one where, um, where we never had that before. And now that's a really uh, coveted distance. So,
0: Todd, we're going to have to make this show an hour and a half, two hour show. In I can talk idea. to these guests forever. Yeah. I can listen to Luna grow. forever.
3: So yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. I feel
2: like that's really interesting because I've never really talked to. I do like events too, but like, how do you organize something like that? Like, do you have to talk to like the police department, like the sure. city department? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, is it like a bunch of meetings? Yeah, like,
3: tons of meetings, tons of planning, and we have. Such, it's like a year-long process. Oh, it's a year-long wow. process. Yeah, we have such great partnerships with the city and with the county, and so yeah. There's a sure law enforcement component. EMTs component. EMTs yeah. Available. Yep. There's medical. There's law enforcement. There's the health department component. Uh, there's mass gathered cuz you know it's you, uh, on the permitting wow. side we get a mass gathering permit so yeah mm-hmm. there's tons of different components it's it really is a year long process Is there process. Like,
2: fees that come with that like fees you, to, yeah like so like if you had the health to health department yeah sure I mean, there's fees with
3: with all of that and so wow. that goes into so your So there's model. like a budget like mm-hmm. you have to work with absolutely so
2: when you cut roads off are there fees to that or do they uh, is it like a community thing where they're like, All right, we just know we need to be here. Yeah. Like you don't pay the There's not
3: fees to like, cut roads off. There's permitting fees and some of the some of the road closures are live within a permit, like a, a state Utah. Is there permit. like an insurance?
2: Yep. Wow. Yep. There's insurance like an event. Insurance?
3: Oh, yeah. So you, you do need yeah.
1: permission to shut down a yes. road. You right do right? need yeah. permission FYI. I can't just yeah. Yeah. stand Good in the middle
3: know. of the road and you're to it.
1: block party. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's complex, but it it um it all comes together uh, with a lot of planning.
2: Yeah. Know. And then the day comes and you're like, yep. like... Luna, you should well, I think see. That's the
3: day it. after. It's crazy. Yeah. It is. Come to the
0: finish line next year. Okay, I'll go. And it is there. a Sponsored work of by art. you guys. It is. Yeah, it's like a work of art <laughs> yeah. because okay. of all of the moving pieces involved and all the different lengths and all the different. Like they have. They have. I don't know how many. Wow. God knows how many buses you have because you got to bus everybody yep. up there and back. And it is. Oh, wow.
2: It's super yeah. impressive. Yeah, I guess oh, yeah. I never really think about like the the details. Lots of
3: logistics because then you yeah, have yeah. to
2: hire bus drivers. Yep. And yep. Who yeah. who like manages? Do you have like different like team members? Yeah, we do. You do we help? Have, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> While well, where you're looking at, uh, like, wow, we have
3: a, we have a small team, so we have uh, five of us on our team, um, but we have a huge volunteer network yeah. that that help us pull it all together, and we have great partnerships with community partners. You have so, a
1: renowned team of volunteers. Renowned, unbelievable.
3: The, the,
2: I, I like any time
1: volunteers are brought up in any capacity. Goal Foundation is usually yep. part of that conversation. Absolutely. So is
2: it yeah. non-profit or like mm-hmm. does it depend?
1: Yeah, we're a non-profit.
2: So you're a tax write-off. Okay. Check.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> <She's> working. It is <laughs> working. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh. hmm, yeah.
2: interesting. <laughs> I, I do pin-up contests. So um, I, I had one at my shop. I ran one once and uh, we give like, the girl trophy like we do interviews it's like a pageant okay and so like i kind of get the whole like event aspect but not to that degree like that's like times 11 you know <laughs> and it, and like what i do like there are pinup groups in utah that are non-profit so when i i can donate my tattoo time to them okay and they send me a receipt back and sure. then i just use that as like a write-off gotcha so it's like it's interesting how like you know, different nonprofit organizations, Right. like, how are you, do you mind answering that question? Like who pays you? Like, do you get, like, are you able to sustain this career by like people volunteering and by people like going to these events or. Yeah. So
3: yeah, the revenue really comes from registrations. So okay. if I register for the marathon, that's, that's a uh, registration revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have sponsorships as well. Oh, nice. the marathon. Oh, so th- that's those are, great. And, and then we have, um, funding that also comes from local municipalities. So that, this kind of the funding mix that funds the organization and then allows us to go and put on the events.
4: Oh, okay. That's
2: awesome. But the awesome. bulk of the
3: funding really comes from registration. Revenue.
2: Yeah. by people wanting yeah. to and do that. registrations. down. Yep. It's, it's not good. You got to hype everybody up. In the oh, and so
1: I, I have to, to one last pivot before you sort of wrap things up. You are going to be on an upcoming Van Sessions. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, oh, my yeah.
1: God. So this yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. So this is a this is a whole other side of it. Okay. But we have to Here touch we go. On this because our listeners are familiar with the this dark program that we do called All Van right. Sessions. And so we have to touch on that just for a moment. The name of your band is? Lucky Find. Lucky Find. And, and it consists of, is there three of
3: you? Yep. Yeah. We're a trio out of Salt Lake. And uh, Well, I'm the Ogden person, but the other two are from Salt Lake. And <laughs> play predominantly in Salt Lake. What kind
1: you, of music do you play? What do you play? Uh, Americana, uh,
3: I would say. It's probably the the, the genre. I, and we, we play a little of everything. So uh, rock, country, folk, Americana-based stuff. Uh, I'm a guitar player.
1: Nice. And you're a guitar player. And mm-hmm. you've you've been playing for how long? Oh, wow. Gosh. Uh, Is this something you've, you've integrated into... You know your childhood or is that something you picked yeah, up later yeah i
3: started on? as a kid uh, but i never really took it too seriously um, um but I, I picked back up probably about 20 years ago and um and uh had a good friend of mine who is a, a guitar player and i went and watched him play one night and uh the next it was so inspiring the next day i said hey you got to take me to a guitar store i gotta buy a guitar and that's how it all started and um and it's just been wonderful so yep yeah, kind of self-taught uh, i'm an ear guy so and uh, I, I love it. And this trio, I played in a lot of bands over the years, but this trio, um, uh, just great people. And it just comes easily. And it's, it's a lot of
1: fun. I love it. And you'll, we'll get to know you and your band, obviously March, 2023 van Sessions. So look that up regardless awesome. of when you listen to this show.
0: Is that your arts piece or did you have something else? For I us? do, but I think that we've gone pretty long. <laughs> okay. So I think
1: we're good. Um, uh, Sundance is around the corner. I do have to mention that. Yeah. Uh, we, in fact, that's
0: next week. You won't be here next week. We, we have, I mean, can we replace Todd? No, no. but can we have no. someone sit in for him for a week? Yes. We can
1: try. So, we
0: can try. Uh, Case uh, Johnston, oh, will be in. Yeah. So yeah, you Case. know, the Johnston. yeah, yeah, uh, the pub runners. Yep, yep, yeah. pub runners, and uh, but he'll be he'll be co hosting and then we'll see if we can get you to call in from. I'll try Sunday to call else, from. from that, person, that would yeah. be fun. Give us an update from there. I've got a couple of updates, but um, well, maybe I'll do. I just give you the headlines. Uh, what's the steepest ski run in the United States? Does anybody know? I don't. Okay. It is. um, It's in Vermont, isn't it? Or something? Or is it back east somewhere? It's in Colorado. Oh, damn. Called Rambo, located in Crested Butte. And the pitch is 55 degrees. Wow. Which means you'll be holding on for dear life on almost every turn. Um, Okay. And then the other news I had was um, Bodie Miller Ski Company, Peak Skis, right now, it's a deal. He's doing buy one, get one. So you can get like your powder ski and your groomer ski. Buy one get one with peak skis, which is pretty cool. Um, and then it's another one of these studies that we all know. But enjoying na- this is on KSL. Enjoying nature may lessen the need for some medications. Studies say. I saw so that this says, morning. So, I was cracking up. I'm yeah. like,
3: really? Yeah. Why do they always tell us the stuff yeah. we know already? Yeah.
0: I'm like, come on now. Um, yeah, go outside. It's good for you. Yep. In other words, is yep. what is what the lesson there? Yeah, get out and live. Get out and live. That's sort of the important thing here, um, Todd. Thanks, thanks again for carrying the show. You know, <laughs> he's pulling, he's you know. pulling stuff up. Uh, Luna, it's very nice to meet you. Yeah, thanks you for being are, on the thank show. Thank
2: you so much. I'm glad you guys opened your DMs. <laughs> 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 I slid. Doesn't in that happen DM. often.
0: Yep, she did, and it worked, <laughs> and it worked, and yeah. so it is possible.
2: Sometimes you just got to reach out. You know, yep. if you you want to manifest something, you want to be on something, you want exposure. You just gotta, you know, you just gotta do it. Gotta see what works out for you.
0: Eric, we'll see you soon. Thank uh, you. We'll leave everyone with a song from Pomp and Honey Crushed It. So good booking there, Todd. Um, Pomp and Honey on Van Sessions. This is Joseph Joseph. And uh, it's, it's I don't know if you're familiar with this song. It's a cover, but I think it was it's a cover of the Andrew Sisters, which, you know, the Andrew Sisters very don't cool. get covered very often. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Joseph Joseph, this is Pomp and Honey on Van Sessions. We'll see you on the next Ogden Arts and adventure show this is Pop and honey
4: <laughs> a certain maid i know is so afraid her bow will never ask her will she name the day he calls on her each night but when she dims the lights, it's ten to one that you will hear her sing. So Joseph, Joseph, won't you make your mind up? It's time I knew just how I stand with We Take-